guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, friends, I want to get you into a warm, fuzzy verse to start off our day of study. It's in 1 John chapter 1, verse 8. And you know when I say warm, fuzzy... If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. There you go, right out the gate. You're all sinners, every single one of us, myself included. And that is an important thing to understand on this earth. If we're sitting there going, yep, I don't have any sin. Yeah, guess what? You're deceiving yourself. Verse number nine, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, this is where John has just testified of the divinity of Jesus Christ in 1 John chapter 1. Verse 10, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Now, the cool thing about this, and you've heard me say this many times, that these chapters were not originally put together by John. He doesn't say like, all right, if you'll just go to the next chapter of my work, these were all one continuous thought. So you got to go over to chapter 2 to keep this thought going. So 1 John chapter 2, verse number 1, my little children, again, there's that fatherly nature of John, these things write I unto you that ye sin not. It's like, I'm writing this to you so you can stop sinning. If any man sin, and I would even submit when any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Isn't that a cool title? Often when we think of titles of Jesus Christ, there's the advocate, which we'll focus on today, but Jesus Christ the righteous. That's a cool one, and that's an important one to understand here. And he is the propitiation of our sins. Fun word to say there. And not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Now, the word to propitiate, it is the action of appeasing a God, a spirit, or a person. So it's that advocate idea. It's like you're having someone there on your behalf. Now, the best verses to connect to this is Doctrine and Covenants section 45, verses 3 through 5, which I love these verses. Listen to him who is the advocate with the Father, who is pleading your cause before him, saying, Father, behold the sufferings and death of him who did no sin. Again, this is Jesus Christ the righteous, in whom thou wast well pleased. Behold the blood of thy son, which was shed. John talks about that back in 1 John chapter 1. The blood of thy Son which was shed, the blood of him whom thou gavest, that thyself may be glorified. Wherefore, Father, spare these my brethren that believe on my name, that they may come unto me and have everlasting life. That fellowship that we talked about yesterday. Now, a couple years ago, I did a little episode about this idea of the advocate, and I think it explains really well what this advocate idea means and this propitiation, meaning appeasing a God or even a person. So go ahead and watch this, and then we'll come back and finish it up. I love the idea of the advocate. It's so cool. Um, I think sometimes when we think about Jesus as the advocate, I think we get it wrong. Now, bear with me as I say that to you. I think when we think of Jesus Christ as our advocate, we almost think of him like this picture right here. Here he is with us, standing before the big, mean, justice-filled God who is about ready to condemn us to hell. And here's Jesus stepping in going, okay, hang on, hang on. Let me just talk to the big guy for a minute about this so so you don't have to do this. And, and sometimes I think, I know I do, sometimes we look at it that way. So let me show you a couple of synonyms with regards to uh, advocate that I think might help us understand this as well. Exponent, uh, advocator, apostle, backer, booster, champion, expounder, espouser, friend, gospeler, uh, herald, hierophant, high priest, Paladin, promoter, proponent, protagonist, supporter, true believer, 
Tub Thumper, White Knight, I love those. Uh, the antonym, of course, is adversary, antagonist, or opponent. What, what's interesting is you look at those, those are all very Christ-like attributes. That's Jesus that we're describing right there. The friend, the, the tub, th the white knight, the one who's going to come in and save the day. My question is, where do you think he learned all those attributes from? I really believe he learned those attributes from his father. And so when we think about, sometimes we think about our advocate with the Father, you know, but really what it is, is he's our advocate with the Father, if that makes sense. I like to picture it this way. Okay, here's your courtroom right here, all right? So in the courtroom setting, just imagine getting a chance to meet with the judge for a minute beforehand. And as you're sitting down with the judge, here's the judge who just says, oh, there is a law that needs to be fulfilled. You, you've broken the law. You've sinned. The moment you had a bad thought on the way home from your baptism, it's over, okay? And you've sinned and you've disqualified yourself from celestial glory. And here is the just God, God the Father, who mercy cannot rob justice. There is a law that must be fulfilled and paid for. And here's him, here's this judge saying, I love you but this does not look good for you in the sense that what you've done. And so what I've got for you is I've got the best lawyer. In fact, he has been prepared for this very moment to be able to plead your cause. And so just so you know, I'm rooting for you. He is rooting for you as well. You've just got to accept him and you've got to follow what he says to do. And as you do that, things are going to work out for you. And so then I picture Jesus Christ as my advocate standing with the Father, not against the Father. One of the things to understand about Jesus is Jesus' will has always been to do the will of his Father. His goal has never, ever been to change the mind of God. It has always been to do the will. In, in John chapter 6, he talks about, I am here to do the will of my Father. That's why I'm here. The, the reason he performed the atonement is for the glory of his Father. Like it says here, that thyself may be glorified. That's, that's why Jesus did what he did. So I don't think he is trying to convince God that we are worthy to be there. The person I think he is trying to convince is us. So here's Jesus Christ who loves us, standing before God the Father, who also loves us, who loved us even before Jesus loved us. That's so hard to be able to grasp that concept that when we're looking at this idea of the advocate, we cannot leave out the fact that God is our loving Heavenly Father through this. And they are both wanting us to be back with them. But we have got to accept the terms, we've got to accept the agreement, and we've got to accept the best lawyer out there as Jesus Christ is our advocate. And as we follow him and as we accept him, like I said, he is trying to convince us us in the presence of the Father, that we are worthy to be there, not on our own efforts, but through the efforts of him and his atonement, which is why, and when I hear that, it makes me want to repent. It makes me want to get closer to him and grateful for that he is my advocate standing before the Father and uh, working together in trying to bring to pass God's work and glory, which is to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of me. So you're back in 1 John chapter 2, that propitiation. The appeasing here, I don't necessarily think he is appeasing God the Father. I think he is appeasing us in the presence of the Father. So I'm grateful for that message and I'm grateful that we have an advocate and someone who is pleading our cause and is the one who is appeasing us in that process so that we can recognize the goodness of Jesus Christ and have that fellowship with him. I love that message and I'm grateful for it and I know that it's true. 
If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.